Own Your Life Tribe. What is up? It is <laughs> the podcast of Real and Unscripted. It's the podcast of we don't know what the hell we're going to be talking about until we press go. Yeah, so we like literally press go and because we're sitting here going, well, what should we talk about? What did we talk about last time? You know, talking about quantum physics again. That's a whole series we need to do on that. So yeah, then we started talking about the holidays and how that, you know, has whew, it was like running a marathon. For so a we day. said, screw it. Let's hit record and go. We're just going to have a chat. So we're just going to talk. So talk about it. What do you what do you think about? In years past, not about so much where we are within Own Your Life and what we're creating because we're researching. We're we're at a different space mentally than we were last year right at this time. Oh, hell yeah. So in years past, how have you come out of the holidays, a Christmas in particular, and then we get this weird like four or five day break and then you have more holiday festivities. So every time I went into the holidays, I would reflect on the last holiday and some of the thoughts and goals and things that I told myself, like, I'm not going to have another holiday like I did last holiday. It's going to be different this holiday. I'm going to be different. I'm going to be further along. I'm going to have accomplished different things. Mm -hmm. And I would find myself saying that every holiday Mm -hmm. and never different, Mm -hmm. maybe a little like 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 the books in between the bookend were different yeah but but they were still the same bookends right you know the the bookends didn't change if you can picture that audience so this year the bookends are way different Mm -hmm. like i left my job i took the leap the company we're building is growing so flipping fast right so so reflection this time is it's way different you know and i've always approached the holidays i used to really love the holiday season and then probably the last 10 years i've had a real struggle with it just because I have a real problem with people that I know, whether it's acquaintances, friends, or what have you, and I know how they are. Mm-hmm. And then over the holiday season, like for a week or two, they're fake. Mm-hmm. They're not real. Um, talking about the holiday spirit, and and I'm like, but you don't live the freaking holiday spirit for 50 weeks. So the two weeks out of the year, I'm supposed to like engage on this. Mm-hmm. So I have a real issue with that. I, I, I have a real low tolerance for fake shit yeah. and fake people. Uh-huh. So that's, so that's kind of, and I'm not saying it ruined the holidays for me. I'm just, the more aware I am of it, it's harder for me to enjoy them the way I used to Yeah. when I was blind. Yeah. But now that I can see and I'm more aware, it's not, I still enjoy them, but it's not the same. Mm-hmm. So like my own little circle, I can have that spirit. 
but sometimes it it I'm just going to be real, right? Sometimes it is tainted mm-hmm. because of all. Now this year's been different because we've been with COVID. I haven't seen a lot of it. I haven't been out. Right. Yeah. Because outside of a few places, one being your coffee house. Right. Um, I really don't go out. Yeah. Like our groceries, we order them, I pick them up. Right. I don't go into the store. Mm-hmm. And the guy that delivers the groceries or the people that I've come in contact with have been awesome. They've been great. Right. Now, I don't know what they are like in the store on a regular basis, but my interaction has been awesome. Right. So I'd like to think that they're great people. (laughs) Right? Sure they are. So does that answer that question? I think so. In a way? I mean, it was just, it wasn't. It was a really long answer. (laughs) You know, it wasn't obviously right or wrong or anything like that. It's just, you know, when you reflect back on where you were the year prior or, you know, as a kid or did you ever wonder what it would be like? someday or you know or when we're adults now it's different when you have kids so when your kids are younger coming out of the holidays you're like thank you baby jesus it's over (laughs) and these little shits can go back to school now and i can work on paying off my credit cards because i probably spent way too much because i was trying to make them have a nice christmas when they probably just fought over everything and then we, you know, hurry up to get back to the life that we don't really appreciate too much, which is dropping the kids off. We're going to work. We're back to the races, right? So for me in the past, the holidays have always been a, an opportunity to pause. Mm-hmm. And I am not a huge, like, I love to give presents. I, I love giving presents. And every year, it doesn't matter how wealthy I've been, how poor I've been. It's always been really hard for me to answer somebody when they've said, what do you want for Christmas? I'm just not, I don't make a list. I don't keep track. I don't care really that much. Um, and if I can purchase it, I usually will do it anyway. If it's something that I really think that I need. Um, I have always been more about the experiences. Like when I think about Christmas, I think about sitting with my grandma and putting a puzzle together. I think about going down to Florida and visiting my girlfriend and just sitting on the beach and laughing. Those are the things that I think about. It's not possessions that thrill me. Right. So now this year, um, I think that I'm even happier this year. I've been so content because it's not about the hustle bustle. It's not about going out. It's not about holiday party after holiday party. It's not 8,000 people want to get together. It it wasn't like that for Thanksgiving because here in Wisconsin, the night before Thanksgiving is like the biggest go out to the bar night ever, right? And this year it was, let's play cards at home and just sit by the fire. Let's just have some coffee and tea and maybe a glass of wine and reflect on this past year and just be thankful that either we've not been sick or if we were sick, we're better or you know, thank goodness this year is almost past. If this, if hopefully this year is not a reflection of what's coming, right? So I think there is some huge optimism going into 2021. And I think the only thing different this year really is that I'm back in the military. So I'm getting to see that stress point for other people that are younger. Right. That is more of a mental drain for them because they can't go home because they're on active duty right now. Right. 
And so I'm just, I'm super thankful and grateful and not that I'm not every day. And I really consciously make sure that I am in that space on a daily basis. We talk a lot about gratitude and, you know, try not to, like Fritz was saying before, like try not to wear gratitude just two, two weeks out of the year. Try not to wear thanks or appreciation for other people two weeks out of the year. Stop thinking that you want to donate something awesome or a meal to a homeless shelter two weeks out of the year. Like this is, this is something that, this is a culture change. This is hopefully something that we keep moving forward. I don't, I don't mean like own your life moving forward, but just people in general are so much more aware right now of how important kindness is. Of course, you have the flip side, right, of the people that are hooked on the news, that are hooked yes. on other people's reality. Yes. That will continue to relive this past year over and over and over again. So, but I like what you said about, you know, hopefully that we have a shift that will be moving forward with more kindness in 2021 because... I mean, just think about that. If we could take that two weeks where everybody's spirit is in a really good place. Mm -hmm. And I would imagine this year, the spirit was probably, and I don't know this for sure, because like I said, I wasn't out and about. But my guess is that the spirit might have been even higher this year because the crowds weren't as big. Yeah. So there wasn't the same um, annoyance or overwhelm or crowds or right. anxiety so my guess would be that it was probably better and just think if we could do that for 52 weeks this coming year like get into a practice of kindness get into a practice of empathy get into a practice of just dropping the mask quick and smiling mm-hmm you know, pull it down for a second and just let them see the smile or make sure that you accentuate the smile that you can be seen in the eyes because everybody smiles with their eyes. Mm -hmm. You just have to work at it a little bit harder, right. right? Smile bigger under your mask. This is a really great time for people who don't like their teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's true because some people won't smile because they're self-conscious, right? Right, right. It's a huge time for you to take advantage of it because well, people can't see your smile. <laughs> and if you're somebody that's been struggling with bad breath, well, you know, you're finding that piece out too. Right. So, <laughs> Especially when you sneeze in your mask. But anyway. But I just, yeah, not to digress. Right? But I just, I just would love to see a world where where we were more kind and we just, we worked at it. Listen, it takes, it takes work to be an asshole and it takes work to be mm, kind. So it's right. which work are you going to choose? Yep. Right. Yep. It's a really great way of putting it. Either way, you're going to work at it and you can feel it. Like just even saying it through, through this media form, you can feel that like anger and rage and disappointment and how heavy and how much energy that takes right? right we call we call people like that have that problem energy suckers they walk into a room and they can totally just be a debbie downer and shit on everything that was good at the moment you're like well that's fun i'm gonna go back to my cubicle now <laughs> right no that's that's right and you know when i when i first talked about doing this show because i've, I've been wanting to do a podcast 
oh man, for a long time. And then when I did that first one and I did the intro about what it was going to be and everything, the reason I picked the name Real and Unscripted wasn't because I wanted to take on the challenges of the world. I didn't want to take on the media of the world and the, and those mm-hmm. topics. Right. That's not what I wanted to take on. What I wanted to take on was the fact that you don't have to participate. Like there's a whole nother side to this. Like you don't have to make these choices to be miserable. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So, and it kind of runs in line with what we're talking about today. You don't have to choose to not be kind. You don't have to choose to be miserable. You don't have to choose to be a Grinch. You can choose the other. It's mm-hmm. still a freaking choice. Yeah, everything is a choice. So which are you going to choose? Mm-hmm. So being the world the way it is, you know, it hasn't affected us in any way, really, because we don't sit and we talk about it. No. We, n- n- none of our platforms do we talk about this because mm-hmm. there's nothing to for us. Right. And me in particular. Right. There's just nothing to talk about. Yeah. Because it doesn't affect my personal world. It doesn't affect my personal economy. It doesn't affect anything of that. Listen, if if gas was to go up, I'm still driving my truck. We're still gonna pay it. Right? So it what's the sense of getting all bent out of shape over it? Right. Right. If if you know, so you know that's a really good point. Let's let's sit on that for a second because how many people do you talk to or overhear on a daily basis that will literally beat a topic to a pulp? A lot. They keep talking about the same thing. And after a while you're like, All right, I've already talked about that, or yes, I heard that on the news, and like I don't want to talk about it anymore, but that they continue to to keep speaking on it. And so the more that they replay that and the more that they talk about it, the more that they stay in yesterday's thought process. You know what's crazier about that? What? Is they get so passionate about these <laughs> subjects. No, hold on. They get so passionate about these subjects, right? Mm-hmm. The politics, the news, the outbreaks. They get so passionate about it. But then if you turn it around and you can get them quiet to focus on their own life and let's talk about that. They're not as passionate about their own life. They have problems that they get passionate about yeah. in the wrong sense. Yeah. And they have no passion about a solution. None. Mm-hmm. They're not even looking. Well, they don't think they have a problem. And it's like, okay, so you can get riled up over stuff you have no control over. And the one thing you have control over, your life, you get no passion out of that. There's no solutions. It's mm-hmm. like, so think about that. I mean, if you're getting so riled up over politics and who's president and and COVID and wearing masks and shutting down states, you can flip out about that, but you got own problems in your life. Or is it that people focus on all of that stuff because they can feel mm-hmm. something because their life is that much of a mess well misery loves company right well absolutely i know it's cliche but it's so true 
it's true because it, it can be an easy conversation, just like it can be an easy conversation for us to sit and talk about, you know, the dreams and desires of our company. So mm-hmm. for us, when we are in this, what we call a flow state and we're coming together and it's like, it's literally like magic. It's like electricity in the room because you are in the future of your current self. Yes. But you're creating your future when you talk about that. So you're literally changing your cells in your body to believe that you've already been there, that it already exists. And now you have to walk it out. So the more that you stay in that space of yesterday, you're creating more space for yesterday. So either way, we're creating all the time. You either live in your past or you live in the present or you live in the future. It's really wild that. And the crazy thing is, is your mind does not, your brain does not know the difference between the present or the future, imagined or reality. It doesn't know the difference. So in listening to this, because if you've been on this ride with us for the past 48 and a half weeks, because that's how long we've been doing this. (laughs) Yes, we have. Okay. So you are likely in a space where you'll take the challenge, right? So the challenge is, and we always have tools for you. All you have to do is go onto our website, ownyourlifellc.com. Um, we do have a newsletter starting up pretty soon and yes. a blog that's starting in January yes. and a book club coming yes. out for the girls. So with that being said, we like to take on the challenge. We are our own guinea pigs, so to speak when we find something that we believe we can share with the world that will make huge impact and get you to your goals faster, to get you to that next level faster, to bridge the gap, to take that one inch step in the direction that you want to go to become unstoppable. You know, we put ourselves in those positions because we want to see the magic. We want to see it happen. And so when we do, we come on here and we're talking a mile a minute about you know, creating your future with your thought and, and just know that this is backed by science. This isn't just some fluffy shit that we just decided to pull out of our butts to make you guys like (laughs) excited about something. This is proven with science that we are spirit, that we are energy, that we can create as we go. And so take a moment to meditate. That's the fastest and easiest way to understand how to find your current mind, how to stay in the moment. And if you you can't use, I don't know how to meditate as an excuse nope. because there's this thing called YouTube <laughs> and there are hundreds of videos on how to meditate, whether it's a five minute meditation or yep. an hour long meditation, guided meditation or not guided meditation. I mean, there are tons of them out there. But it is a really good practice to get into and keyword being practice. Mm-hmm. It's not something you do once and you nail it. It takes practice to get into certain states in meditation for it to be effective. And you can learn all about it. Well, it's all over the internet. So but, meditation is just reflection. Meditation is in essence, yes, being present. Meditation is, 
mean, it, well, if you go we, really deep, you can actually detach from yourself. We think that, okay, so <laughs> we think that meditation has to be complicated no. because that's how we've been conditioned to believe, right? That only monks can truly meditate. And that's not true because we do it all the time. We meditate on things that are not serving us though. And that's the problem. You, you must learn how to shut out the things that you're not in control of. You have to learn how to quiet the noise. And we've talked a lot about quieting the noise, you know, stop listening to people's opinions. Um, a lot of times they're driven by fear in their own belief system. And unfortunately, we let their opinions guide our future decisions because of their past thinking. So like if you're tracking with what we're saying right now, take some time to find a meditation platform that fits you, that gets you excited to want to do it. Because when you really tap into understanding how to slow your mind down, like the stuff that you want to do in your life, the dreams, the goals, the happiness, the whatever that is, to just get out of bed without pain, it's possible in, in thought and in meditation. It's an internal healing process. That's how I see it in my own eyes. It's this internal balance that everything flows really easily for me if I can stop long enough to slow my body down to have some really good reflection. Well, and now that I'm becoming – now that I've gotten into a practice of meditation. Um, he's way further in, in this than I am. So <laughs> I am noticing that even incidents that would have other wives thrown me into a tizzy or caused me to be angry or caused me to be frustrated or caused anxiety. I am finding those moments to be very, very short lived. Mm hmm. Sometimes I can even put it at bay in under a minute. Yeah. Which for me is huge progress. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying I was a raving lunatic, but, you know, I, I was one of the guys behind the wheel that, you know, I let, I let a lot of people in a day know they were number one, <laughs> you know, yeah. and now I don't. Yeah. Right. And part of it is because I understand the universal realm that we talk about and attracting things. And that you reap what you so, sow. So there's yeah. a piece of me there that is very cautious because I don't want to screw that up. Yep. But then the other piece of it is I kind of like the peace that I have within and I don't want to screw that up. So you know what if I'm in rooms that there's that energy, yeah. I tend to leave because I don't want to be part of it. Yeah. You can this is something that I, I enjoy. Maybe I'm just not right in the head either is that, um, I really enjoy Another when show. I'm in control and other people are not, and it pisses them off. Like when you don't get angry or chase after them when they're upset or see the like downside in everything, I know that's because I'm at peace in my, in my internal life yep. because nobody can make you happy or sad. Nope. That is an external 
thing that you cannot control because then you're trying to control the people around you and you all know that that is not going to happen. You can't even control your children. You can give them guidance and bumpers, but you can't control them, right? Because they're their own individual energy. It's the same way. And people will get pissed off when you are not joining them in their adult temper tantrums. Adult temper tantrums. I like that. Well, because we are, right? We're grown-up kids. 90% of the adults out there throw temper tantrums. So how are you throwing a fit? Are you throwing something? Are you slamming a door? Are you kicking the dog? You better not because I'll come and find you. (laughs) But, you know, you take it out on your kids because you can't take it out on another adult because they'll call you on your shit. So meditation, meditation, being at peace it's a much better place to it's be. It's awesome. Is it challenging? Oh, yep. Yep. Yes, All the is. time. Even and, and, and by any by no means are Kim and I perfect at oh, this. Oh fuck no. Oh my god. No. You know? No. It's not like is... we I'm not sitting here saying I'm s I'm in a state of peace all the time and nothing affects me. That's not what I'm saying. But I think what gets exciting too, and it it just hit me the other day when I was listening to a meditation because I like to be guided in my meditations. Um, Not completely, but in the beginning, I like the suggestive Mm -hmm. meditation, right? But there was something that was said that was, um, wow, Alzheimer's moment. Did I just totally forget what I was going to say? Because it was so good. (laughs) Oh, is that we meditate all the time. Is that You don't have to have your eyes closed sitting in a dark room in some kind of yoga pose to be meditating. I mentioned it before. What are you meditating on? We can go into a deep state of peace. Just don't do it if you're driving. But you don't have to do it with your eyes closed. You can be that strong and so aware right in that moment to go, okay, like I'm not in control of that. I'm in control of me. Right. Is it, am I dying? Is it freaking me out? You know, like what's happening? But wouldn't you say it would be suggested if somebody's never meditated before to get in the practice of the quiet? Oh, yes. Oh, definitely. Before they start practicing how to meditate with their eyes wide open. Yes. In, because that's a whole different way to meditate. You have to, because your body's going to want to keep moving because that's another piece of your brain, right? Your body driven by emotion. So if you've been in this state of go, go, go all the time, your body's constantly moving. When you stop to meditate, your brain is like, okay, we can probably do this. And then your body's like, shit, we got to go. We're, we're late. We got to be somewhere. We're supposed to be moving right now because you've been in this constant state of movement. You've never stopped to pause. And so you got to tell your body to shut the hell up. We're going to sit here and we're going to enjoy this peace. And you're basically taming the animal and it does take time. And yes, I would suggest like five minutes in the morning before your craziness starts. Or you could go really extreme. So my dad been meditating for years. I always thought he was crazy. Now I don't think he's crazy. But he went through a meditation where he did a hundred hours of meditation in 10 days. He was at it for 10 hours a day for 10 days straight. Okay. And they would take a break for lunch, but it was a very restricted diet mm-hmm. to keep them in a meditative state. Right. But yeah, for 10 days, 10 hours a day, he meditated. Well, 
in complete silence. <laughs> now, me being who I am, and my mind being the mind that it is sometimes, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wouldn't that be something else if somebody just ripped one right in the middle of that meditation, <gasps> huh? Go in room and just <laughs> let one go. I am oh sorry, listeners. Gosh. I had to go there, though, because sometimes, and, can... and Kim is sitting to the right of me, and she can't play innocent because, you know, she comes up with some pretty outlandish comments herself. I so. do. I'm guilty, guilty of doing that. But yeah. the point is, is that we have a lot of fun. Um, if it's, If we're not having fun doing something, we probably won't do it very long. It's very short-lived. It is. Um, but so let's try to bring this full circle in the next minute. How did we go from <laughs> reflecting <laughs> really? on Christmas You're go there? to because the we, new year? Because right? we said we were going to have a conversation. Yep. And we did. And, and we, we did. And this is how we work. And so it is. It is how we work. And but the I, cool thing for our listeners is they actually got to see how it all works. It, it completely makes sense. And... But just for in, in wrapping it up, it's for one, it's a practice. Number two, have gratitude. And I think that's really what started the whole meditation conversation. Gratitude, is be kind. Having some it. peace, not just at Christmas, but for really the next 52 weeks. Yes. To really try to lead with gratitude. Because um, we are grateful for you guys and we appreciate you so much being here with us. Yes, we do. Love you guys. And we will talk to you at the next episode. Thank you so much for stopping by.